Hey, mom friend. In this episode, we are going to talk about five reasons why taking a childbirth education class or course is important, especially if you're a first-time mom or have never taken one in your previous pregnancies. In our prenatal period, there are lots of ways we prepare for baby. We do this by creating registries, setting up stations in our home that make taking care of baby so much more easier once they come, washing, putting away clothes and blankets, stocking up on diapers, learning different feeding techniques and cues, preparing meals for our family for at least the first two weeks as we are entering into postpartum. And we do things to help our family transition to the idea that a new addition, a new baby is coming by reminding them to use their inside voices, practice gentleness, kindness, and just encouraging them in their new role as they become big brothers and big sisters. But one of the most underrated and highly beneficial preparations we can do that goes overlooked or isn't blocked out in our time for is a childbirth education class or course. And let me tell you, it is so important and can be the most helpful tool to set you up for motherhood. And I will explain how and why today. If you are my first time mama and you have been trying to decide whether or not you should take one, hopefully today you will receive some clarity. If this will be your final push into taking one and are wondering where and how, come learn with me and receive a well-rounded, informative, and full comprehensive educational experience by taking a private childbirth education course with me. There we will go over all things for your pregnancy, your upcoming birth, prepare you for your postpartum period, and set you up for the beginning challenges in the early years of motherhood that is tailored to your needs and your desires. And we will go over all the things that will help you make the best out of one of your most impactful experiences. To get you where you need to go, the link for all my private coaching and online self-paced courses are located on my website, which are linked in this description of this podcast. Or you can email me at info.amandamejia13 at gmail.com, which is also linked in the description to schedule a coaching session. I only take on two mamas a month, so space and time is limited. Now let's get inside and get started. Hey mama, welcome to Simplify Birth and Motherhood. I am Amanda. I am a wife and mom of four. I have had a hospital birth, unexpected C-section, a few home births, and now I am a birth advocate, childbirth educator, and your cheerleader in the toughest hood of them all, motherhood. Do you wish you knew what options were available to you when becoming a new mom or adding more to the mix? Are you ready to nurture and build up your mom gut so you can be more confident, educated, and bold? In this podcast, you will begin to understand, find support, and turn knowledge into power through education and resources for pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum, and for the early years of motherhood. If you are ready to get clarity to empower your birth and motherhood journey, then throw up your unbrushed hair, hike up your high-waisted pants because, sister, (laughs) I know you are wearing them. Put the baby in the ergo and let's start feeding our God-given mom guts. See you inside. All right, 
come on in, come sit, because we are just going to get straight into it. We are going to talk about childbirth education classes. Should we take them? Are they absolutely necessary? And if you've been thinking about taking one, whether you're a first-time mom or maybe this is not your first time having a baby, and you have maybe have been recommended to take one, whether it's been by your midwife, your provider... And now you're just thinking, well, is it really necessary or should I really do it? Well, hopefully today you will receive some clarity and you will be able to decide whether or not you should. Okay, but first we got to go all the way back to the history because childbirth education especially the way that it's structured now is somewhat of a new thing. I mean, I'm not talking like back in, you know, Y2K, (laughs) new, really just within the last like 200 years, it's been relatively new. I mean, we don't read anything in the Bible. We don't read anything in uh, manuscripts or history about other cultures, the Egyptians, the Jewish people, ancient people, our own ancestors from the 1700s getting together, a group of women sitting in classes, learning childbirth education. We don't really read that. What we do read is just women learning from women, other moms, their grandmothers, or maybe their own mothers who, I mean, they large families, <laughs> probably their children have seen their own mother birth their own siblings. That's really how people used to learn. So this idea of getting together and taking classes really started in the 1900s because in 1908, the childbirth concept was rooted with the American Red Cross in New York City. And this class was mainly just about maternal hygiene and nutrition and baby care. It wasn't until 1919 that MCA, or also known as Maternity Center Association, offered classes with the philosophy that maternity care was a right. That is still true today. (laughs) And the U.S. was introduced to the childbirth education method, LAMAS. We probably have heard that. They are actually still going strong today. And there are a lot of teachers that do come out of that program through a book called The LAMAS Method, Six Practical Lessons for an Easier Birth by Elizabeth Bing. And her hope through this book would cause LAMAS to be the way of birth rather than a fad. And as well as through another woman named Marjorie Carmel, who was a patient of the founder and creator of Lamaze, Fernand Lamaze, and sought to use the Lamaze method in the U.S. And together they formed American Society as Psychoprophylactis, which basically is the method that would prepare women for natural childbirth and obstetrics. But back in 1997, it was later changed to Lamaze International and it is actually still called that today. So you're probably thinking Lamaze. I've definitely have heard that. <laughs> My mom took a Lamaze class and you probably still see it around. So it's still pretty well known. <laughs> the Lamaze method was named after a French obstetrician, Fernand Lamaze, who actually popularized and modified the version of psychoprophylactis that was based on a theory done by a Ukrainian guy, Ivan 
Pavlov. P A V L O V. So I'm apologize if I'm butchering that, and if you're Ukrainian, so sorry about that. <laughs> this theory was actually called conditioned response. But what Ferdinand Lamaz did with that is that he modified it to suit the French audience and culture. And basically, what this emphasized it emphasized the prevention of pain by psychological strategies through controlled breathing, abdominal stroking, and pressure on the points of the back and the hip. Simultaneously, in Great Britain, an English obstetrician who frequently used chloroform for his patients in the last stage of labor, he began his curiosity when a woman who was giving birth refused the chloroform and asking why her answer caused him to further study and observe the natural childbirth process. This led to the Reed method, which was based on the belief that the mind and the body are interacting as a whole, and the fundamental cause for pain was not because it was causing harm, but because of fear. Reed's method was then introduced to the United States in 1956, which caused the public to demand more information about health, which resulted in childbirth becoming a social issue. His letters included lectures on pregnancy, labor, and delivery, physical exercise programs to promote general health, relaxation techniques to reduce muscle tension, and breathing exercises for pregnancy, labor, and delivery. So sounds very similar (laughs) to what our current childbirth education classes offer. I mean, no matter what childbirth education class, if it is a good one, will include some of these topics. In 1965, Bing and Carmel's, we just learned about them, they promoted the Lamaze method so much, they formed Lamaze International and was the first childbirth education and certification program for childbirth educators. It wasn't until people were looking for a change, and part of that change was creating the birth environment to be a family experience. This would include even midwifery, ended up spiking up around this time. They would include the dads being there for births, other children being there. I mean, it it was a community-oriented experience. So in 1965, when Robert Badley showed up to the scene, he also was a follower of the Reed Method. And out of that, he created the Bradley Method, aka a husband-coached birth, where it encouraged husbands active participation and assistance during labor and delivery. It is still used by many families today. And actually, (laughs) my husband, husband and I, we read a lot of different books. And one of those books, when we had our first child, was the Bradley Method books. And I remember being specifically invested in that because I really wanted my husband was a first time dad, we were having a home birth and part of the home birth experience was about dad being the support. And my husband, not knowing how to be that support for his wife who was going to have his first child. It really just gave him a lot of good education. I specifically remember going to IHOP at like 8.30 at night and going and eating pancakes while we went over the Bradley husband coach birth book. So it's still used today, just like Lamaze. And it's a really, really good method for first-time moms, for first-time parents, for first-time dads. It's just, it focused really on dad having an active participation in the birth process. With ICEA coming in in 1980, 1982, BirthWorks International, Kappa in 1996, and Birth Boot Camp in 2012. I'm sure there are many more that 
I am not naming right now, but nonetheless, with a lot of great options for us as parents, for sure. So now that we've kind of done a really quick rundown of the history behind childbirth education, the thing about childbirth education now is that there really is a lot of education courses out there. I mean, you see them all over the place. It really has grown, which is great because that means there are so many tools and resources that are available to families that are easy accessible. Even if you don't have a childbirth educator that are that is certified in Lamaze or certified in Bradley Method or use Bradley Method or Lamaze Method, there is somebody out there for you. So it doesn't necessarily need to be somebody who's local that you can actually go into a physical class or maybe your community does have them, which is great. So it's always wonderful to know that there are different ways of teaching childbirth education. You're probably wondering, well, what is a childbirth education class? What do they exactly teach and what do they do for families? What can they do for me and my family? Well, bottom line, just to kind of sum it all up for you, but we will go into it or else what kind of person would I be if I didn't give you more details? So basically what a childbirth education class does is it prepares you for what is to come and take the fear out of the unknown. It provides confidence and some of the shock value out of labor. (laughs) If you've never had a baby, if you've never seen a baby, it can be a little shocking and you can actually, I mean, this is why a lot of moms who are done having a baby, one of the things that they celebrate the most is not even the fact that, oh, I'm so happy my baby is here, is the fact that one, that they're done, that they're, (laughs) I'm done, I'm not pregnant anymore, but also just, After that whole feeling is gone and they're in this euphoric state, they are saying things like, wow, I can't believe I did it. Wow, this is just amazing. It's like you just, that is a little bit of the shock value, but at the same time, it's not like, whoa, what is going on? What is my body doing? Is this normal? Is that normal? Like, what is going on? What's that beeping? (laughs) You know, all those things. But one other thing that a childbirth education class does, which I think is super highly beneficial, is that it shows you what your body is capable of doing. It shows you what birth can be, and it shows you what your options are, and it shows you what you want in your birth, what you want to do, what are some of the things and elements that you want that are non-negotiable or that you really want to, helps you set a goal for your birth. And even if you don't know anything or a little of something, it is still highly beneficial for you to take. This is why I recommend it to all moms, even first time or experienced moms. First time moms, you kind of don't know anything. (laughs) I mean, let's just face it. You've never had to worry about this. You've never had to think about it. And now that you're going to become a mom, you're like, I don't know how to have a baby. (laughs) I mean, maybe you're one of the few. Maybe somebody, you've seen people have babies. Maybe you are kind of familiar with it. Maybe you're not a first time mom and you've already had a baby. I mean, every time I work with families who have more than one kid, when they come to me and they're like, I do want to take a childbirth education class, a lot of it has to do with, I just didn't really understand, or I don't really kind of know what's going on uh, with my body, or I just want to be able to understand the process. But also too, there are specific things in your class that I want to focus on more so than this topic and that topic. So there's always something to learn is basically what I'm trying to say. Because let me just say this up front, when you go into labor, it is not the nursing staff, the OBs, or even your own 
midwife. Primary job and main priority is not to teach you about childbirth. It is not the moment. They're not there to do that. They're there to make sure that you and your baby's well-being stays consistent and stays at a place where it's comfortable and it's healthy and it's making sure that you guys are being kept safe. And not to say that they won't answer any questions that you might have, but especially if you're not really clear on what they're doing or whether or not they are asking for your permission versus like them telling you what they're going to do. So not to say those things because they will answer those questions and they will clarify if you decide or want a second opinion. They will do that. You have a right to ask those things and you have a right to do those things. It's not to say that, but it's they're not going to go in depth and they're not really there to coach you on how to have a baby. If you go in not knowing anything or at least preparing yourself to make decisions during this process, it will be somewhat or full-blown traumatizing. And this is why they benefit families because they take out that traumatizing experience, not to say that it guarantees that, but it definitely does lessen the risk of it being traumatizing because childbirth education classes don't just go over information. We sit with you and we go through your whole thought process. We help you bring yourself to a mindset and realizing I didn't know anything and I still don't know what is happening. (laughs) We do not do that. And so we go through a lot of um, emotional, mental, and physical work to get you to that point. And that's one of the benefits of a childbirth education course. And a good childbirth education class or course will promote the competence of you in the challenges of your birth and the early moments of your parenting. We go through all those things. We help you to be able to feel supported and to be confident and to move forward towards your goal knowing that I'm equipped and I can do this. And a good class will show you what the pros and cons are with the decision you will have to make in this time and what the fruits will be from those. To me, the most important thing that if you, if anybody was to sit in my classes, the most important thing for me is that not that you make the decision that I would make, because we might agree, we might disagree. Not even that you would make the right decision, because I want you to make decisions based on the truth. But most importantly, what might be right for you might not be right for me. So I can't even, that's not what my goal is when I'm working with you as a childbirth educator. My goal and what childbirth education goals is that when you make a decision, that you know why, that you know why you make those decisions and they are rooted in truth and they are rooted in you knowing the risk and the benefits. So this is why we do it. This is what we want the outcome to be for your birth. Childbirth education classes have the ability to see that birth is normal, to get hands-on experience, to have a visual of what your body and baby are doing. And we're in there with our hands on. Our husbands are there getting the training to be able to do it. It just clicks and it becomes a good opportunity for you to know what's works best for you. Because sometimes we might think when we read, oh, I definitely want to do that. But then when we practice it or when we actually start implementing it, we're like, oh, no, 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 this is not working for me. Like I thought for sure that this would be good for me, but it's not actually what I didn't think was going to work for me is working really good for me. And you don't really know that until you sit and look at all the research, look at all the visuals, get the hands-on training and practice. That's all included in the childbirth education experience. And to be exposed to different elements of birth that may require you to sign your name to them, which means when you sign it, you know what the benefits and the risks scar. You know what you're getting with that. And that's huge because at the end of the day, you are going to be the one left 
with that. You're going to be the one left with the, the outcomes of what that could possibly be. And so it's really important that you understand what you're signing and what you're signing your name to. It will act as a facilitator by assisting you to identify your own unique goals for childbirth, for you to be able to balance those goals within the existing healthcare system and your own personal situation and move you toward the fulfillment of that goal. So it's launching you. It's pushing you. It's motivating you. It's leading you. It's the light upon the path of your feet as you walk through this process in your prenatal period. And it will help promote informed decision making to your own maternity care that are within your rights. But no matter where you are and what one you take, being part of a class or working with a childbirth educator in a class situation or one-on-one will allow you to ask questions and understand certain material that is not clear for you. This is your moment to ask questions. And so this is why taking a childbirth education class is so great because it creates that time and that space for you to be able to do that before heading into labor, before heading into your postpartum, before you take your baby home. And so I would say yes, definitely think that you should take one. And this is why, because there are five benefits for taking the childbirth education class or course. And the first one is that it reduces fear. This is what it mainly does. We talked about the read method. This is that it wasn't hurting mom, but more the problem was fear. We all at one point have feared the unknown and we start asking questions to ourselves. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I can't? Those are types of decisions or type of things and questions that we ask ourselves that create some sort of fear or doubt. I mean, we get most scared about things that could happen than things that actually will happen. And we do this many times in our lives, especially when we don't know what to expect. We fear failing. We fear the unknown. We fear pain. We doubt if we can actually do it. And this is something that first-time moms really resonate with. You've never seen your body do it before, ever. But you read about it. You hear about it. You probably have seen it. But you're like, can my body do that? Because I've never seen it do that before. And so that is the fear and the doubt. But we also fear some of the outcomes and even the things that of how it will be. And the number one thing that moms fear is pain. Not to say that's the main thing, but they do fear pain. And there are actually two types of fear in labor. First is the fear of pain and the fear of suffering. But underneath it all is perspective. We need to have a positive perspective when coming to the birth table. Pain is normal. We're going to have it because there's a lot of things that are happening. We need to have a positive perspective about it suffering is something that we feel like we can't be in control of or we're not capable of bearing it anymore and being able to deal with it, which brings on our fight or flight response. And that's not what birth is supposed to be about. (laughs) It's not supposed to be this suffering experience. If you cross that threshold, then we need to do something about that because that's not what birth is. And I think those two get really commonly mushed together that because we're in pain, we're suffering. And that's really not what it's supposed to be. And that's really not what it is. So it is important to deal with this though beforehand because labor is a process your whole being experiences. You're birthing a mother. So this will be one thing that you will remember for the rest of your life with any child that you have. I mean, you're birthing, it's a physical, emotional, and a mental thing that you're doing to yourself. Your body takes a huge impact. And so if we don't take care of this, our fear can cause stress. If stress is released too early, it can actually raise our hormone levels too high 
to the point that they had the ability to counteract oxytocin, which is our love hormone and the hormone that causes contractions and dilation. We need that sucker or else nothing ain't gonna happen and you're gonna be pregnant forever, girl. It also has the ability to counteract our endorphins, which is our natural pain relieving hormone. And it helps us be in that euphoric state that we feel once our baby has been delivered and we're holding, holding them in our arms. It can cause fetal distress, blood flow to the uterus and placenta to be constricted or to decrease, and it increases the duration of first stage labor, which ends up getting moms really, really tired. It also affects our major organs when they get too high, such as our heart, our lungs, our brain, and our skeletal tissue. And they are triggered when we feel like we are in physical danger, have fear, anxiety, and through other forms of distress. Fear has the ability to cause us not to be in a place of receiving information that is being provided. Maybe listening to a voice of reason or a calm, soothing voice. It perceives labor events or anybody who's a part of it to be viewed as a threat or dangerous. Okay, so through childbirth education classes, we go through that. We do things, exercises, mental exercises, emotional physical exercises to reduce that fear and to reinforce your relationship between your provider. So the second reason why is because it builds your confidence in one's ability. Because we were created to do this. If you're pregnant right now, you were created to do this. And women have been doing this for centuries. I mean, for before there were OBs, before there were anything, before there were classified like midwives, they were, I mean, Women have been doing this for centuries, even before childbirth education was even a thing. We know that before, like I said, medical interventions. And it still rings today. We can do this. You can do this. You were created to do this. And believe it or not, because you are a woman, because you are carrying a baby, you have a uterus, your body specifically is created in such a way to bear children and to have children. Men are not created like this. When you look at a skeleton of males and of females, the difference is their hips, their pelvis, every part of their being are built so much more different than men, obviously. But there is no way that a biological man can carry a baby. And this might cause a lot of controversy. You might be listening to this and being like, whoa, this is like a little too conservative for me. Fine. That's okay. I still love you. But (laughs) that's just what it is. Women were created to carry babies. And what childbirth education classes do is that you learn how your body accomplishes that. You learn how your body can do that and what ways that the body changes and adapts to be able to accomplish that goal. And we see this through visuals, hands-on training, to be able to adapt and to be able to listen to our body, what it's telling us in those moments, because it's deep down inside there and it will for sure tell you what it needs. And we need to learn how to serve that. We need to learn how to roll with that. We need to learn how to be an active participant in that. That will build your confidence because you are working with your body and you are understanding what is happening and you are knowing that I can do this. I can totally do this and I can work with my body and my baby to accomplish this goal. We even see at the end of our verse, our partners are so amazed. What is the one thing that they say is, wow, she is strong. (laughs) I'm so proud of her. She did amazing and she worked so hard. I mean, even other people are amazed at what our body has done and what our body has created. 
definitely provides that confidence and builds up your confidence for that. So number three, it teaches birth partners how to provide support. (laughs) This is one of the main reasons why I get families. There's a lot of main factors, but one of the things is, is that they want to know, they want their partner to know how to support them. Even experienced moms go through this. I just recently had a mom who told me, I want to take your class, not just because you know, this is my third, I know how to do this, but it's my husband's first child. And I just want him to be a little bit more aware of what is going to happen. So that way he's not freaking out. (laughs) But also too, I want him to be able to support me. It's like we see these moms who are just wanting to support their husbands so that they can be supportive of them. Childbirth education allow them to know how to support their partners, meaning mom, but also about the birth process so they can support them during it. This is why they're important for everybody. I don't care if you are a male. I don't care if you're the husband, a cousin, a granny, a bald-headed nanny. (laughs) I don't know. A doula. I don't care. If you're going to be there and if you're going to be in the birth room, like I want you in these classes with me. I want you there because I want you to learn what mom wants, doesn't want, how she wants it, the way she likes it. And I want you to know how to support her and how to be able to communicate for her on the behalf of her if that needs to be necessary. But also nobody likes a lost puppy on Labor Day. Nobody. I mean, how many of you guys like just somebody standing in the corner not knowing what to do? And like when you are exhibiting behavior of I want support or I need support in this moment and this person just doesn't know what to do. They just like pat you on the shoulder and say, there, there, like or pat you on the top of your head like you're some type of like loyal pet. <laughs> you know, it's like nobody wants that. And so childbirth education classes require dad to be more hands on. And the presence of a birth partner has the ability to make or break the birth experience. So dads, if you're listening to this with your wife, I'm telling you right now, you could be the one person that gets sent out of that that room. Like it's happened before and it will happen again. But all I'm saying this in a joking, comical way, because it's a real thing. If you are in the birth room and you don't know what's going on, you don't know what to do, you're going to start panicking. You're going to start freaking out. Anytime that mom shows any signs, you're going to view her doing all these things because she's suffering. You're going to look at it as a suffering process. That is going to be your perspective. That's the perspective that you're going to bring to this table for birth. (laughs) You guys are the mirror of moms. If you are exhibiting behavior of panic, anxiety, fear, mom's going to start doing that. And that's just going to turn into this very vicious cycle that's not going to benefit or serve mom. But you are also the mirror for mom, which means learning how to respond to changes, exhibiting behavior that's calm, relaxing. This is how you guide mom. This is how you do that. And so childbirth education classes show you how to be that support. Just it's an opportunity in those classes for you dad to ask questions and get answers that you want for you to be clear on what your role is. And number four, it provides info for informed decision making. This is what I'm all about. I want you to know your why. I want you to know why you are making this decision. I want you to also understand (laughs) the fruits of those decisions and you have mentally prepared yourself for that childbirth education classes provide education on all types of topics and elements that are routinely common in certain birth situations or that are completely natural in birth, which help you weigh 
the pros and the cons and provide comfort in whatever decision you do end up making. This also has the ability to tell you what your basic rights are in maternity care. (laughs) I mean, a good class will tell you, you have a right to this. You have a right to that. You can say no to this. You can get a second opinion. This doesn't necessarily need to be your only option. And so not many people know what they are. Not many people know what their options are. Many people just think that if they have babies in certain situations, that they have to go along with standard procedure. They have to go along with this. They have to do that. And in some cases they do because it's based off the health and the well-being of them and baby. And in those cases, even then we need to know what those are. Even then we need to be able to identify what that looks like. Classes help you reinforce that voice, helps you reinforce that. Lastly, it connects you to helpful resources. This includes not just education on statistics or research or knowing the basics, but lactation consultants, international breastfeeding lactation consultants. I mean, postpartum doulas, doulas, pediatricians, midwives, chiropractors, people who care and specialize in women health, postpartum depression specialists, milk banks. All these tools and resources are available to you no matter what. But through a childbirth educator like me, we are the ones who go looking for you. We are the ones who are creating these resource lists and tools lists. So that way we can just hand them to you and you can use them at your one disposable, but also that you can use them in your time of need. I mean, how many of us have an emergency list? on our fridge or somewhere located, especially if we have kids, like poison control, 911, uh, this is my emergency contact if I'm not here, here's my husband's phone number, just in case. I mean, how many of us have that? And how many of us have it in a place where we can see it? Or how many of us have it somewhere stored, whether it's in our minds or somewhere stored on a piece of paper? that we can reach to in the time of need and we're feeling low or there's an emergency. This is what a resource list is. And so having a resource list connects you to those resource and those tools because they are tools to help you that you don't have to search high and low for. They are there and available to you. This is what I love about childbirth education and being an educator is because most of us have networked with these other resources to provide you with the care that is specifically and especially for you. This is why I love working with doulas, midwives, IBCLCs, LCs in my local area and for my virtual mamas and why I'm always adding to my resource list to provide you with the care you need beyond your pregnancy and birth and through your motherhood journey. And I do this because I care, and I do it because I know how much more easier it is to transition into these life events, feeling supported by not just me, by not just your doula, by not just your midwife, but all of us as a whole and as a community. So a few tips when you are looking for a childbirth education class or course, or even an instructor who teaches it, is one thing to know is all birth work, all institutions, everything is rooted in what we call a birth philosophy. And so whether you choose a provider, a birthplace, a midwife, an OB, whatever, it's beyond, it's what's rooted in that. And it's what they believe about things, what they understand about things, and how and what the decisions they will make as 
a how they will function and how they will provide education, how they provide education to the consumer. This would include the language they use, techniques and tools and resources they provide, and how they train others is all rooted in what we call a birth philosophy. And there are three types. There's paternalism, which means that provider is the boss, which is based on the fact that the consumer doesn't know anything about healthcare in order to make the right decision. Some of us are okay with this because we trust our providers and we trust what they're doing and we've built this relationship upon them. But the thing, and this is something that's most commonly used in the healthcare system today, what happens with this care is that often people receive care they did or did not want, but have to deal with the not so good outcomes or other healthcare issues when the provider is not there. And it also doesn't create an opportunity for people to hear your voice or cause you to have an individualistic voice and needs and goals. So if you want to choose a childbirth education class because your birth philosophy is, I believe that birth is a medical emergency, then go take a childbirth education class in your hospital. Because if you're gonna take a childbirth education class in the hospital, you are going to be taught how to have a baby in that setting. You're gonna be taught their hospital hospitals and their procedures. They're going to teach you how they want you to have a baby and how to go with their rhythms and times and things like that. They tend to avoid discussions that are reasonable and what the alternatives are or controversial topics in maternity care. They're, again, going to most likely promote compliant patient versus discerning consumers, which is you. You're the consumer. And they will most likely advocate for the hospital or insurance rather than the consumer, which is you. They're not going to make it individualistic to you. They're not going to teach things that are contrary or controversial to the institution itself. That's one. The second birth philosophy is patient is boss. This model suggests that no one, no one knows what the patient wants, needs, or what is best for them or in their best interests. Only the patient. And this is what takes precedence. This is the most important thing, okay? This is where moms are a little bit more voiceful. The thing about this is sometimes it's really hard to listen to the voice of reason because we don't really know everything. Nobody knows everything. Nobody is all-knowing except for God himself. But sometimes it's hard to see through maybe our own fears and pride to begin to agree with a care provider or begin to even entertain the idea of the information that's being given to us by a care provider or an institution. The problem with this one too is that it doesn't really provide any protection for the patient meaning no one protects the individual from poor or ill-advised choices, which makes the patient responsible, not the provider. So it's an easy cop-out for them sometimes. The last one is the shared decision-making model. So this is the middle ground. This is where the patient and the provider work together. And it's good to have a balance, but it can kind of be a slippery slope if you're not educated and informed. This is what childbirth education classes do. They educate and they inform you. It promotes parents inform decision making to be an active participant and gives them a voice in the decision making process. So there are, again, a lot of decisions we're going to make in our pregnancies for our birth and in our recovery and as soon as the baby is born. And during our prenatal period, it's important to ask ourselves first our own birth philosophy. This is how we're going to choose people to be on our team, to be on our side. And it's important that we ask what we believe about birth, what our own birth philosophy is, if we don't have one, to find out what that is because birth is personal. It's a journey that no one else can take but you. It changes you emotionally 
emotionally, physically, and mentally. And it truly is a personal growth opportunity that we go through. And knowing where we stand can help us know how far we are willing to go and at what cost. It helps you communicate to others what that looks like. It guides us through the goal of having the most out of the birth experience. So in choosing a childbirth education class or course, ask yourself, what do I value? What do I want to learn? The thing about it is that these private or online courses are people who are individual childbirth educators. So they're not bound by the institution. They might be bound by the institution of where they got certified from, but even that is a little bit better than an actual institution that is going to tell you how they want you to birth. Where there are private classes, whether through your doula or an educator like me, you will get more of a personalized experience and be able to have information that is more well-rounded, thorough, and receive the hands-on training and the ability to ask questions to get more in-depth answers. Online classes are great, especially if you're wanting to learn particular topics like just the basics, natural birth, etc. But depending on how interactive it is, it still may leave you with some questions and leave you some things left in the fog. So just be aware of that. But no matter where or with who you are taking a class from, I hope you receive some clarity today on whether or not you should sign up for one and why you totally should. Because sister, it is equally important as putting blankets on your registry to definitely gifting to somebody, to definitely blocking some time out for you and your family to be able to do something like this. Thanks for joining me today and I will see you next time. Cheers. Hi again. Thank you so much for listening to this great episode. If you had learned something today, please make sure you leave a review in Apple Podcasts and share with another mom friend. Also, pop on over to our private Facebook group, sign up for our email list, and connect with me on social media, which are all linked in the description of this podcast. I can't wait to see you over there and connect with you. Now go listen to your mom gut because wisdom will guide you and chances are it won't let you down. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.